0: Hi and welcome to Beebel Show. Today my guest is Kira Crosnan of Wedding Date's Fame. We had such a lovely chat. We got some funny old questions out of the question jar in the show, but we'll get to that later. So I hope you enjoy this is so exciting. I feel like a pro now. I've done a podcast already, but uh, my next guest is Akira Crosnan from Wedding Dates. If you don't know her already, where have you been? Um, So, Akira, welcome and thank you so much for coming. Thanks a million for having me, Sean. It's an absolute honour to be here. Oh, no, I'm so excited. So, I was explaining to everybody in the last podcast, you know, what excites me is like, I I surround myself with really positive people and the smiley people, but it's always the story that I'm really, really interested in. Mm -hmm. So that is why I have accosted you for the next 45
1: minutes. And I want to know, where did it all begin? Okay, so um, my... Family has been just a huge influence in me um, over the years and my parents both grew up in hotels um, and that's what I wanted to do as a little girl. Uh, You know, what do you want to be when you grow up? I always used to say I wanted to run a hotel. Um, And so it's really interesting now that I get to work in that industry and alongside that industry, um, even though I'm not working in hospitality operations. um, But with my business, Wedding Dates, I'm obviously um, working with hoteliers and they're my my customers. So um, that's the, I suppose, the foundation of where the business started. Um, But in terms of my own personal uh, history, I guess, Well, I'm from Cork, born and reared, very proud of it. Um, But my family is all from the west of Ireland. So my dad's from Mayo and my mom's from County Sligo. And um, that's really been a big influence, uh, I suppose, because even though I and my three brothers were all born and reared in Cork, to Cork people, we're still blow ins.
0: (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. And what brought your parents to Cork?
1: Work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so my dad came down um for work. My my parents started going out when my mom was 12 and my dad was 13. Oh, they wow. were literally childhood sweethearts. Um and so then um yeah, my dad came down to Cork for work and then my mom my mom was working in Dublin and then she came down and they got um you know, got a house and I got the married rest first. Is got a house. <laughs> yeah.
0: Had me. Yeah. And so when you were young grown up then did you work for your parents were you working in the hospitality
1: no actually well what well my they both my parents grew up in hotels in the west of ireland um my grandparents uh, ended up selling off the hotels so they weren't um while they worked in them when they were younger yes um you know their their adult working life wasn't in in hotels um but my dad has his own business um and that was definitely a a huge influence on me but they um always encouraged me, I suppose, to just do whatever I wanted to do. You know, there was never any limits yes. placed on me. Um, my mum is incredibly self-sufficient, hard lady. I come from a long line of strong women. I've um, met your mum. Yeah, <laughs> she's lovely. And, um, you know, there was never there was just never any obstacles I suppose put put it in um any of our way actually I have three younger brothers as well which were just so lucky um and we just pursued what we wanted to do um I you know desperately wanted to get away from Cork (laughs) when I was that age so everything on my CAO was Galway I just wanted to go to Galway 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 and I just on the on the the top of my ceo i had heard about this course business information systems which is new at the time in ucc and you know as the tech boom everything was taking off and um I didn't think I'd get the points for it. but I So I put it down top of the list. So there was one Cork course and then everything else was Galway and bloody hell, I got the <laughs> points. <laughs> so I ended up uh, going to UCC. Okay. And I think things could have been so different. Um, you know, when I was in Leaving Cert, I desperately, you know, like so many teenagers, was rebelling, wanted to, you know, get away from Cork, get away from uh, living under the same roof as my parents, three younger brothers. It was a bit of a madhouse. Um... But it was really faithful, I think, that I have ended up staying in Cork. And my relationship, my family has been so influential. Um, like, my my mum is my best friend. I kind of hesitated saying that there. But, um, yeah, they, they're just, um, you know, we're very, very close as a family. Yes. Um, and I suppose the influence particularly of my parents.
0: Yeah. And so what was your first job role that you ever had?
1: Oh, God. Um... <laughs> I've done so many random jobs Um, (laughs) so we used to have a holiday home down in Kerry down in Carha Daniel, Derry Nan Um, so we literally would move down there with mum for the whole summer and dad would come down at weekends and for his two weeks holidays and so I worked in, there was basically three places to work and I worked in all of them so I worked in the little shop um, I worked um, in the nice restaurant and then I worked in uh, a little pub there which was Bridey's pub. If anyone goes down to Derry, and they'd know it well. Um, the pub is literally in her living room. Um, okay. She's not with us anymore. Unfortunately, she passed away a couple of years ago. But um, the the bar was in her living room, so we kind of had to go through the front door of her house. And she used to pay me cash out of her purse at the end of every day.
0: Oh, Did she have one of those clippy top purses? Exactly. Oh, I love it. Love yeah. it.
1: So soup and sandwiches, and um, was served as from as the food. Toasties are the speciality, and. Um, uh, Obviously the bar as well, so had a brilliant summers my whole childhood my whole summers were spent down there and just you know working various jobs just to kind of get enough cash to be able yeah. to go out at night
0: <laughs> and did you work through college or did you stay on study hard or did you have that part-time job to keep the side hustle going
1: um I was I, I didn't have to work through college um luckily it, uh, well for one of the years I did actually I had a part-time job in a restaurant in in Wilton but yeah. um I was studious enough, um yeah. <laughs> some Sounds people would good. dispute that um <laughs> but yeah i I used to do then like summer jobs and i um did my j one out in America, went out to San Francisco for a summer, and all of my travel has really i suppose shaped who I am as well, and um obviously so many people go away um. For the J1 summer, we did, I did it in quite a small group. There was only three of us or four yeah. of us that went to San Francisco. And then finding, you know, finding your apartment, finding your job. It was very, it was no mommy and daddy there. First
0: adult experience.
1: Exactly, exactly. And I went back to the States for a number of summers. One of the jobs I had over there, you're, you'll die laughing, I'm going to tell you this. I was selling knives door to door. Oh my God. <laughs> my dad was freaked like I was going around with this big set of kitchen <laughs> knives door to door in America so it was pretty random but it actually was a great foundation for me in sales.
0: Well yeah if you can sell knives at the door, you know I, I, I laugh but I've done some mad sales yeah. jobs um, and made people sell some mad things as well you know <laughs> over time you always have that side hustle and I kind of miss that excitement sometimes of those immediate sales it's such a like
1: quick short sharp achievement Absolutely, I like even though I'm a CEO of a company. My core pas- my passion and what what I'm kind of naturally good at is sales. Even yeah. though that's not what I studied in college, and um, but it's that's where I get my buzz. I get my energy. I love the the just the thrill of the deal, sealing yes. that deal. It just oh, it just pumps me off so much. Um, God, you're getting really excited <laughs> talking about it. <laughs> oh, I get it
0: though. I do get it. Yeah. Um, I, I was saying um in in the last podcast of Virginia I never knew I was any good at sales for and somebody asked me uh, to take a sales role and I said oh I, I can't sell and they were like are you kidding me like and I was like was oh, that sales I was just telling you about stuff that I like and you have to have it
1: yeah, there, I think there's a huge misconception about sales out there. It's yeah. That kind of, it's like it's a dirty word or something. Yeah. Uh, you're kind of that sleazy salesman mentality. Um, you know, someone going around selling coat. Uh, you know, yeah. watches underneath <laughs> their trench coat kind or of thing. Or
0: knives at your front door. <laughs> <laughs>
1: something like that. Um, but. You know, all sales is, is it's leadership, it's persuasion, it's, um, you know, empathy. Uh, you're dealing with people and you're, um, you know, you're convincing them of the benefits and how something is going to help them. So I think if you're good with people, then you there's a strong chance that you will be good at sales. Um, going back to school and stuff, when I was in school thinking about, oh, what will I do? You know, what will I do? Um, like I wasn't like super techie. I wasn't one of these people who like took apart my Walkman or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, But so my mum was like, you know, Sales marketing PR, that's you, Kira. And I just totally, you know, the way you'd be so Ate dismissive you of your. No, I was totally oh, did dismissive. You really? I was 17. Oh, so I was like, you'd love oh, it. mom, like, you don't know anything. Like, the world is going digital. It's all tech. <laughs> I'm going to do a tech degree. And uh, my mom just kind of, you know, smiled and rolled her eyes to heaven, as she's probably been doing for my whole life. And I went and I did my tech degree, um, business information systems in UCC. But, and it's great to have that foundation, but. my my grow, my passion, my love is definitely sales and marketing and and PR. So my mum was right all along. So a little shout out for my mum. Yeah, absolutely.
0: (laughs) And it's funny because when I first uh, knew your business, I did think, oh, that's a real online business. But your business is all about relationships. Mm
1: -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the relationships we have with the hotels and suppliers that that, uh, pay for our service, but also the brides and grooms that use our service to plan their wedding. And, um, you know, having that relationship there Albeit, maybe that's not as as direct a relationship, it's more online through our online community, but it's still relationships and you're talking to people and trying to understand what makes them tick. And what made you come up with the idea? Like, where did it come from?
0: I, was, I always think, and I've had a few businesses, I've tripped over my businesses. They've mm. come to me almost.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's actually a really interesting question because a lot of people, when I started wedding dates, um, I was 25 years old, so people just thought, oh, she's just planned her own wedding or, oh, she is planning her wedding. I was that profile. Um, but weddings was totally new to me when I started it. Um, I wasn't married. I'm, st- I'm not married. Um, I haven't i am gone through that personal experience, but it was really, I suppose, identifying the niche. And um, with my um, college background in... in technology uh, and my family background in hospitality it was the marriage of the two of them if you pardon the pun <laughs> very cheesy oh, f- <laughs> um but like it was it was Look, i think where most good ideas come it's sitting around the kitchen table you know yeah. and back then so the business is 11 years old well i, I founded it 11 years ago uh, february just so just last month um is that so, a year
0: since your 10th anniversary? Well,
1: we had the party in October. I gonna say, yeah, I was going to say, it wasn't that long no. ago I was at that party. No. Okay, perfect. So we, I founded the business in February 2008, but it actually went live in October. Okay. So we celebrated the party in October last year. And it was very lively. Yeah, it was. <laughs> um, but if you think back, it's, it's hard to believe that even 10, 11 years ago, I mean, social media marketing was not didn't exist you know there there was no facebook pages um it was just people on facebook being friends with each other yeah. instagram didn't exist snapchat didn't exist pinterest didn't exist i mean it's it's hard to believe that um booking.com was only launching around that time so you could book a hotel bedroom in a couple of clicks but then so it was literally around the kitchen table thinking okay well What's the next thing? Okay, you know, you can book a hotel bedroom online now. What else? And I was that age profile where a lot of the the people I was working with were females in offices planning and talking about their wedding. And it was just really that kind of identification of, wow, there's something here. You know, this is a very manual, frustrating process. I've got a tech background. Maybe we should, you know, combine this. And really, I have to kind of shout out to my dad as well. My dad actually came up with the name Wedding Dates and he registered, behind my back, registered the domain name, WeddingDates.ie and he really encouraged me. He just said, "Kira, if anyone can make this work, you can, just give it, a, give it a go. And that really gave me a huge dose of confidence. You know, I was, I, you know, to be fair, I didn't have any major commitments. You know, I didn't have a mortgage. I didn't have kids or anything. Um, so it didn't seem too scary to me. Um, but still, I did have a job. I had a stable income and then this was massively massive. Oh, time? I was actually working in recruitment in HR. Okay. Yeah, so after college, I travelled for a couple of years. Um, so when I, I did my four years in, in BIS and then just after I graduated, they launched um, a master's in BIS and I actually got accepted to do a scholarship um, to, to do the master's. But I wanted to go travelling. Yeah. So when I got the news that I had got the scholarship I rang home because I was in America at the time and I rang home and I told um my dad about you know I got the scholarship to do this masters but I really want to go travelling the world and my dad said to me he said do you know what Kira? whatever decision you make you'll have a masters at the end of it one of them will be a piece of paper on the wall and the other will be a masters in life and I, I knew I liked your dad. He's amazing. <laughs> I mean, that again for me it was just it was it was just that seal of approval of that acknowledgement of cure. Whatever decision you make will be the right one for you. My parents have always had such trust and and faith, I suppose, in me, and that has really allowed me to fearlessly pursue my dreams so I I didn't do the masters in BIS I don't feel it has affected me in any way I traveled the world for two years I saw so many sites I had so many adventures and then when I came back home I was ready to you know yeah you know start working and contributing to society um so the same thing with the business um you know when we kind of chatted about that idea around the table and hummed and hawed about it and and then as I say, sneakily, my dad registered the domain and said, "You know what, kids? I think you should go for this." And I was like, "You know what, Dad? I think I will."
0: Brilliant. And and like obviously, you know, it's a it's a it's amazing business now, but it obviously it started small. So how, how did you work that? And then obviously on the way, you have two beautiful boys. Mm-hmm.
1: So. How did you get that balance? Yeah, so, I mean, it started super tiny. Um, You know, I had a borrowed laptop and a copy of the Yellow Pages. And I opened it to H and I started looking up all the hotels and I typed them into an Excel spreadsheet. (laughs) Like that was my first database. It was so, so simple. Um, I was really lucky to get a a lot of support from the Rubicon Centre here in Cork, which has just been um, amazing for so many startup businesses. Got on that Genesis programme. It's called New Frontiers now. But back then um, it was called Genesis. And that was a a great foundation and gave me some training in how to run a business because I didn't have a clue. But it was a lot of trial and error. And um, a lot of hard graft, you know, just feet on the street, getting around talking to people. I've been in pretty much every hotel in Ireland now um, and a good chunk of them in the UK as well. Um, And it just evolved from there. And um, when we expanded to the UK, we just kind of did the same thing, just reached out, looked for help, talked to my Irish contacts and said, do you know any hoteliers in the UK? And they connected me. And there's actually a big Irish Um, community in the UK and the hospitality sector because we have Shannon Hotel School so um, that was my start in the UK and then again I moved over there my little banger of a car driving around London with my Irish red and where did you
0: move to again?
1: Fulham in London oh yeah, nice. and I had my um, Irish reg car I never paid any congestion charge I'm still waiting for <gasps> so them to track bold. me down <laughs> um, but drove the whole way up, all the way up to Scotland and um, just again the same thing just getting feet on the street so it has been a really hard graft of course but um, I love it I, that's that feeds me, um, being out there, meeting people. And of course, I've built my team as well. So it was just me at the start. And then my first hire was my brother at the time. Uh, so we worked together for six years. He's moved on now, but it was brilliant when he came into the business because I didn't feel so alone. Um, and now there's 13 of us on the, in the That's team. Amazing. So, um amazing. I'm so blessed with the people I've had working for me um, that have just been, that buy into the concept of wedding dates as much as me Um, and they just believe in it and have such passion for it and if any competitors do anything similar to what we're doing they get really thick and I just say guys you know it's a you know, it's Can't talk highest, about that in the office. It's the highest uh, form of flattery or Absolutely. whatever. Absolutely. But they get, um, you know, they take it on so personally. And I'm so, so proud of them and seeing people progress in the company as well. And, you know, we try to promote from within and see people develop over the years. It's been, um, it's brilliant. I love it.
0: And outside wide index care, what do you do?
1: Oh, well, um, obviously my boys, you mentioned yeah. them, I have twin boys, they're five, so they keep keep me super busy, of course. Um, I love doing doing things with them and, you know, spending time with, with my family. My brother lives in Cork as well and he's got two smallies, so we, we like to do stuff together, obviously with my parents. And a couple of years ago, I went through a pretty tough time and I discovered yoga. as uh, Fabulous. Cheesy as that sounds. All but, about the movement. Yes, and that... I truly believed it saved my sanity at that really difficult time in my life. It just gave me such headspace and um, I feel like I've slowed down a lot. It mightn't appear that way to a lot of people, but internally... Now my eyes are going up to the ceiling. <laughs> internally, I've I've calmed down a lot and slowed down and I think as well... Um, After having the boys and they were born really premature. They were born at 31 weeks. So after going through that experience, it just really made me kind of evaluate things and just like, not don't sweat the small stuff. You know, bigger picture, bigger picture. I'm always looking at that now. And that really helps me from ever you know getting too stressed or spiraling it's like oh okay something bad has happened right how are we going to deal with that it's all about resilience what's the next thing you can do to move forward move forward and I really get that from my parents for sure
0: yeah no I think it's really hard for some people to make that choice Mm -hmm. to to make the decision whether to be sad or happy that day whether to be joyful or joyless you know absolutely some of us I think find it easier but I do think it comes from the people around us mm-hmm. and from our parents, obviously.
1: Yeah, it's I, I I do think you know, and there's there's you know, everybody's experience is different, but I truly believe that it, it, so much is to do with the decision you make in the morning, like you just said, and how you choose to look at things, and you know, um, the way that you can try to turn situations around or not let them derail you. Yeah. Um And it's it's just yeah, having that kind of, I don't know mental you know ability to kind of control your mind and your feelings and that takes so much work and practice and i was not good at that i mean i would have been known for my like fiery temper flying off the handle you know losing the plot about little things whereas i'm way more grounded now and i you know it's age it's maturity it's you know the the hard knocks of life the things that happen to you it's such a pain that it takes us so long (laughs) to get there i know
0: 'Cause I was the you know, I was a very stressy twenty something, early thirty oh. something and yeah, no, I just don't have the energy anymore. Same. I'm just like you know, people say self care
1: self is it selfish? Or is it essential? It's so essential. Oh, hundred! I couldn't agree more. Absolutely. But yeah, I, I I'd love the the way that I am now to take me back. Oh, it, but yeah. I mean, there's no going back. But yeah, I was exactly like that in in my twenties as well, and I just kind of cringe at some of the funny like yeah. situations. But um, I wouldn't go back. You know, I when I turned thirty, I was single. Um, turning thirty, and obviously for a lot of women that age. Um, if they're most of my friends were married, um and i was like this is not going to be something that is just like oh god i'm turning 30 i threw the biggest party for my 30th i rented out a castle oh it's my god yes, it's a bit it's a bit extra uh, i i hired out a castle and Sassel. we had dj's a band um it was a festival themed it was called kira oh my god brilliant <laughs> that's class I, I, love I it. yeah i really wanted to just embrace turning thirty, yeah. and um, I was the what I what I felt like I knew then compared to what I knew in my early twenties. I was like, I'm getting better, and I feel that even more now. Um, and yeah, I, you know, got pregnant with the twins at the very end of my thirtieth year, so that was definitely a very life changing uh, thing for me yeah. to have to have them. Oh, it's mad,
0: and I, I'm exactly the same. I was, I actually, the only birthday that I hated was my twenty fifth. And I cried on my 25th birthday because it was a quarter of a century. Okay. And I'd, I moved out of home at 16, so I was very adult. But that to me was like a quarter of a century. And then I always did that thing of when I hit 30, I looked back at my 25-year-old self and went, oh, you were so stupid. I know. And if only I knew that. And then when I got to 40, I looked back at my 30-year-old self and went, <laughs> oh. And now I can't wait to be 50. But I always think it's better to be hot and fifty than an okay forty-year-old. <laughs> you know yeah, so absolutely. I'm always looking for that next goal. But yeah, I, I think it's such a shame that um, we're so confident and, and you know we we believe everything when we're such young people, and then actually we go through probably 25 or so years of all the white noise coming in and confusing us and us believing it all. And then the confidence that we had when we were children starts to come back. Yeah. Like I've never felt so good at 47. I've Mm -hmm. never felt so good. And um, really that didn't happen until into my forties.
1: Yeah. I think you just get to know yourself better, what your, what your boundaries are, what you'll accept, what you won't accept, what, you know, your, your your beliefs and what what's important to you and that that just that's, that's everyone goes through that's growing up i mean if we were all you know 21 and had all that together sure wouldn't it have been a very boring few I years
0: know. <laughs> much less people to talk to <laughs> but i'm a great declutter as well and i declutter you know i always say to people declutter people sometimes too mm. anybody that you know if you walk away from a conversation and you don't feel that excitement and someone hasn't like boosted you up then are they the right people to be surrounding yourself
1: with? Yeah, absolutely. I think and it, it all feeds into to your state of mind and, and your belief in yourself and you want to be around people who, who lift you up and make yeah. you want to be a better person as opposed to somebody who's kind of sucking the life out of you and I think we all can relate to that
0: absolutely like if i meet you for coffee or if i meet virginia or if i meet other you know i'll come away and i hope they do too going yeah i'm gonna do that now i've just yeah i need you you bound you know you rebound off each other and the excitement um yeah people are so important oh my god absolutely (laughs) i know i don't know why i'm saying that out loud (laughs) i'm just reaffirming it but uh so with in mind the the sort of our title of is being beautiful. What is beautiful
1: to you? What does it mean? Oh, for me, I think it means somebody who is looking out for others and that is is uh, giving of themselves. And if I, I'm always trying to, whoever I meet and wherever I am, trying to give a little bit of myself, whether that's make them laugh, make them smile, share some... Um, wisdom advice or whatever i can do to help them i will always try if i can to do that um and i think that's something that i really respond to in other people and i'm i'm thinking of um you know my best friend and she's just an incredible listener and um she gives so much of herself by, by listening and having that empathy for people. And I've just learned so much from her over the years. Um, but I think that to me is, is somebody that's beautiful, somebody that is, uh, you know, that, that gives of themselves. And to do you others. think as
0: you get older, it's easier to recognize?
1: Because I think I was yeah. always attracted to that in people.
0: But I think I met a lot of people in my younger years that actually weren't like that. And yeah. I didn't realise for a long time, whereas now I, th- I think I can really pinpoint it quite
1: quickly. Yeah, I mean, I think as you get older, your bullshit radar gets a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'm writing that down. Bullshit radar. We're well on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, uh, I think, yeah. I mean, that just comes with experience, really, doesn't yeah. it? We've all wasted time. We're really
0: fortunate where we live. Um, I've never met so many um, a supportive women in, in Cork. When yes. I first moved to Cork, I mean, you say a, a blow-in, mm-hmm. you know, hello, will he listen to my accent, you know, and actually I remember going for an interview for a job when I first moved to Cork with an international company and the guy said to me, um, you know, how do you think you'll get on with your accent in Cork? And I'd been in Dublin for 10 years and I said, uh, oh, I don't know, I said, but if, if it's a real problem, I'll just pull on my Welsh accent. <laughs> and he went, oh my God, that's amazing. And I went, yes, and I know I've got the job because you can't ask me that question. <laughs> and he went... Okay, you so have the job. You're so right. But I was like, I never had a problem um, in Cork at all. I just find it and actually being voted, I think it was voted this week, the friendliest city in Ireland. I saw that. I saw that on Facebook. I shared it a few
1: times. Um, I think it's true. Yeah, I mean Cork people are, are are naturally warm and 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 chatty. I think there's the more the most pubs per square yard yeah, or yeah. whatever in Cork. Um and yeah, I mean when my parents um came down here, God almighty, like nearly 40 years ago, I'd say my dad has lived here way longer than he ever lived in Mayo and he now he'd still support Mayo in the football. Okay. Uh, we'll they allow they him. break his heart on a regular basis, but um you know, he just feels so um connected to Cork and Cork people and that's where you know we're Yeah, I I always
0: say to people sometimes Cork can uh, be a little bit difficult to conquer to get in but once you're in you're so well looked after and nurtured it's just an unbelievable city
1: the Cork mafia
0: it is it's mad (laughs) smallest city in the biggest town I've ever lived in and it's just so warm I love it it's great let's hit the bowl okay so just random questions my love okay take one. one and
1: uh, I hope you can read my writing. Oh, it's actually not my writing. Oh, God. This one's been left for you. Okay. If you only had three words to describe yourself, what would they be? Hmm. And I'm not helping. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to say fun. Yeah. Because I do I'll think i fun. And I think people would say that about me. Um, uh, integrity, I think, is a word that I would associate with myself and, and I suppose as a byproduct my business as well. Um uh, my dad always used to say if you um if you never tell any lies then you never have to remember anything. Absolutely. And I just love that because uh, at the end of the day I've got a shit memory as well. <laughs> 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 it's much easier. Yeah just just tell the truth. It's easier. Yeah. Um and oh what would the other one be? Um I think positive. I would always have a, a positive Outlook on life, um, and try to make the best of situations, and try to lift up others where I can. So yeah, yeah that's really Brilliant.
0: hard. <laughs> it is hard, isn't I'm talking it? About Much yourself. easier to say it about someone else. Yeah. Like I was like, she's going to stay kind. She's going to stay kind because you're very kind. Oh wow! Well, so I would,
1: definitely not going to say I'd, that. I'd give
0: you kind, <laughs> and you can pay me later. Okay, <laughs> thank
1: you. Okay, and so next question. I've just dipped in for the next oh. question. This one's really well wrapped up. It is, okay. it? Oh my god! I don't even know what this is. Let me see. Cheese chucking. <gasps> Funny or foul?
0: Okay, have you seen this on what the internet at the chucking? moment? So you know like uh, cheese singles? I feel like I need to show you. Like easy singles. Easy singles. So people are throwing them at their babies' heads. Oh my god. Um and taking videos of them. And <laughs>
1: I was gonna say that's really foul, but I am laughing, so
0: <laughs> So I'm kind of I'm I'm in this no. like middle ground at the moment. I was watching someone talking about it yesterday who was very upset by it. And I, was al- and I also watched it and, and did giggle. So um, I kind of rang a friend and asked them if they would um, have a go. But I need to know if the child is hurt. Okay. Because if the child is hurt, then it's
1: not funny. Well, I don't think the but child it- is going to get hurt by an easy single. but it's the humiliation. I mean, I don't think we should be doing things that humiliate our children. I know. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Although I mean, I definitely did give when the boys were small. I definitely did give them a little slice of lemon to suck and see okay. their reaction. So, so it's a This thing. is probably the, the twenty nineteen like version of yeah. give your baby a lemon. Absolutely. I and mean, actually, I've I did seen do that. those videos too. I didn't video it and put it on the internet. Well, no. I probably did video it and just send it to my family. But yeah. What's up? What's That's up my group. version of the internet. Um. Yeah. But yeah. Maybe. So, I don't know. Throwing something.
0: I don't know. It's a difficult I'm, one. Yeah, I, I think it's I, just I as funny if you did that to an adult. And I think adults should just do it to each other. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's a good resolve of that one.
1: Yeah. I, I kind of say no to humiliation of You know of you're going to leave here and look it up straight away. <laughs> Last question. Oh, I have to pick another one. Okay. Last one. Right. Okay. So. Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Lovely or completely inappropriate? Okay this is interesting. This is interesting. Um and I actually only last night watched um an interview and up uh, with Lady Gaga on Jimmy Kimmel I think and she was saying "With this it was all really rehearsed we were selling a love song we wanted you to think that we're good actors. So forget about it. Yeah. And I don't know I kind of I really respect Lady Gaga so I I I felt like she was I very do, yeah. authentic. I think I, you know I think it's that's what they're there to do they're selling the song they're selling the dream it, you know it's it's performance and I mean if there is anyone who is known for their performance it's Lady Gaga yes. you know she's epic on stage so I think people are reading so much into it and you know making like, salacious gossip just like yes. leave it alone
0: yeah but I mean I'd never heard it been uh, explained like that I have to and I, and I do like her she's She makes a lot of sense to me and there's some, like she often, she had an example of um, you know, our brain is like a box and we have bad memories and good memories and the bad memories we tend to put to the back of that box Mm -hmm. and every now and then there's triggers which will open that box and one will come out and that's when we get emotional and and that makes complete sense to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I I have to say watching it from afar, I did a couple of times go and I'm watching Bradley Cooper's girlfriend and and mother of his daughter and think oh i might punch her in the throat
1: (laughs) but like we see we see what we want to see
0: oh no absolutely the i think the performance i get it completely get it Mm. i think it was the surrounding the performance that people were like what's going on what's this what's and i think also as well some people really wanted it to happen because it's such a beautiful i mean i've actually haven't seen the film how bad is that oh my
1: god you have to see it
0: well, I'm frightened to see it because I just love the original. Okay. And Barbara Streisand is just unbelievable. Um, so I was frightened to see it just in case it ruined
1: that film for me. I think they've made, I mean, they've brought it, like they've modernised they've it. So modernised I think it, they've, yeah. they have been quite sensitive to that. But I definitely think you should watch it. But uh, I think, you well, know, I people, cry. people you probably will. Oh, I God. cried, yeah. Okay. I think, you know, with that whole Oscars performance, you know, people want to have something to talk about and they see what they want to see. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, they obviously, the way, you know, the photos are shot and edited for like the Daily Mail, of course, it looks really bad. But, you know, there was other photos where Lady Gaga was hugging Bradley Cooper's girlfriend. So, I mean. Yeah. No, it's
0: interesting. Live and let live.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I'm all for
0: that. (laughs) Don't get involved. As my other half says, don't get involved. I don't want to know. Thank you so much. Coming in today, I've had such a laugh, and I've found out loads of stuff I didn't know. Which is, I'm all about that, I just love it. Is there a part in thought or a little bit of advice that you'd like to leave
1: us with? Yeah, sure. Um, it's just kind of coming back to what you were talking about there about self care, yeah. And I think, um, for well, for everybody. It's important. Um, but obviously, we can only speak as women. And for me, obviously, I can speak as a, a working mom. And I have a phrase and it's, uh, you know, printed out and I have it in my room and it says, you can't pour from an empty cup. And I just love it because it just reminds me every single day that I have to be fulfilled first before i can be a good mom to the boys before i can support and motivate my team before i can give of myself to to my clients and it just reminds me to take that time and just to be gentle with myself and whatever it is that that i need um to be able to be you know a a, a giving person and and you know we i think we we all have to do that but you know just particularly for me as a, a busy working mom that's something that i really the words that I live by, yeah. and um, I think everybody can um, can take something from that.
0: That's amazing, Kira. Thank you so much. I've just worked out that I'm fifty, the same year that you're forty, so I think we need to start looking for the next castle <laughs> and organise that festival. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for coming. It was brilliant. Fantastic. Cheers. My pleasure, Jan. Thanks.